It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome into a special edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Obviously, if you're watching live right now on YouTube, you see the name, you see the Twitter account, follow me there on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every Friday, typically, I answer weekly Friday mailbag questions. As I've said all week on the pod, this will serve as the weekly Friday mailbag as what questions you'll need to have as we have the draft going on tonight. And then we'll see what the Panthers do potentially tomorrow if they trade back tonight or they trade into the second round tomorrow or third round potentially and then what happens on Saturday. So we have that going on right now here on the show. So we have the comment section as I've already outlined to you. Go ahead, put whatever comment, whatever question that you have for tonight and I will get to those right now. Let's go ahead and start. I see Jake's nervous. I'm not not too nervous, man. I'm not too nervous, okay? Uh, But Jacob Thorndale. He says, hey, JC, first time commenting, love the show. It's been, oh, that's not even a question. Just saying you love the show. Everyone's saying they love the show, which I, I appreciate that. All right, let's go ahead and say this. And they, John, I agree with you. Y'all already heard me on Monday, on Tuesday. I am all in on one of the top three tackles. I want Evan Neal. I don't know what the health issues that are apparently there, but I really do not care at this point in time. The dude has been a stud because he was in high school at IMG Academy, played all across the offense line at Alabama, started at left tackle this past year. That's the guy I want. This coaching staff loves versatility. They want a guy like that, and they should go ahead and get someone like that. I understand that Brady Christensen looked good every time he went out there, especially improved towards the latter part of the season, starting at left tackle. But a year ago, he was valued as a third-round tackle by this same organization that likely values Charles Cross out of Mississippi State, Icky Aquanu out of NC State, or Evan Neal out of Alabama as a top-10 prospect. If they're, one of them's at six, that should be the move for the Carolina Panthers. I understand people wanting to move back potentially to the second round or the third round, or Scott Fitter says that they've already have a third round pick. That's CJ Henderson. And so far, I haven't seen much value out of drafting CJ Henderson. Although at the time, Scott Fitter did say that this was a move for the future and not for the season, even though it felt pretty reactionary after JC Horn went down with an injury. Uh, we got Jeff saying, what are the odds that McCaffrey gets traded this weekend. I think the odds are very low. Remember, he's been injured the last two seasons. He's missed 23 out of possible 33 games. What is his value to a lot of teams across the National Football League? I personally believe when healthy, he is arguably the best running back in the National Football League. Now, when healthy and if healthy is key when having a conversation about Chris McCaffrey. I'm not ready to give up on him. I don't think the Carolina Panthers are in a position to be giving up good players when they're not very good right now. So that's how I feel about the situation uh let's see we got someone saying they need to take a tackle or trade back and if tackles are gone kenny will probably drop to the second um i don't know if kenny pick is going to drop that far all right we got jacob asking hey julian if we do take a tackle do you think we draft developmental quarterback or go jimmy g or baker if they're going to take 
If not, I don't think there's any point in taking a developmental quarterback. You you have PJ Walker. I understand that he's probably not really that. You could, I guess, later on in the draft. I don't really see much of the upside of doing that. Now, Scott Bitterer did say that they were going to add to the quarterback room this weekend, whether that was via the draft. And you would think they're going to do that. It would be in the first round and getting Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or whoever they fancy in the first round. Or it would be maybe someone later on, I don't know, maybe like Carson Strong or Bailey Zappi, which are names that we've obviously talked about, not as much as Pickett and Willis throughout the last couple of weeks throughout the draft process. So they could do that. I think the preferred option would probably be, well, I don't know if it's preferred. The best option that they're trying to win next year is to go out there and get Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker doesn't want to be here. Panthers don't, apparently don't want him here. We'll see what happens. And Edward brings up better chance that Robbie Anderson gets uh, traded. If Robbie Anderson is going to get traded, I would not be sad at all to see him go. After last season, everything, all the perceived gripes he's had over the this offseason when people aren't thinking about him as a top wide receiver when he's had one 1,000-yard receiving season his entire career. And after that, he followed up with an absolute stinker this past fall. He can go. I'm good watching Robbie Anderson leave. I'm fine with that. But Baker Mayfield's probably the best option for them if they go into veteran quarterback market just based off of Jimmy Garoppolo, the shoulder injury. Now, yes, Baker, he has his, but it's his left, his non-throwing shoulder. Garoppolo, it's his throwing shoulder. That's an issue. Okay, Jake B says, if the top three tackles are off the board, who would you like us to take? Uh, hey, I love Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't really, I don't know. This is why I tell you I don't like the draft because Kayvon Thibodeau's a really good player. And maybe in the end, all the red flags, perceived red flags, are actually true. But the dude can ball. And Carolina could absolutely use someone on the edge who could go after the passer opposite of Brian Burns. Because after losing Hassan Reddick, you don't necessarily have an answer right away. Frankie Luvo, hopefully, can fill that void. Same thing with Marquise Haynes. It's going to be kind of pass rusher by committee on that other side opposite of Brian Burns. You can go out there and get Kayvon Thibodeau, who is, was a dude at Oregon, and I think problems solved day one. And there's the talks of, oh, he, does he, he takes off a couple plays. Does every player actually play every single snap as hard as they can? Like, seriously. Like, do you really have the energy to play every single snap as hard as you want? I feel like everybody, at some point in time, takes a couple plays off. Is it really that big of a deal? Is that really that big of a concern? I don't know. I don't I don't really feel that way. Uh, let's see. You've got Christine. If they do choose to pick a quarterback at six, who do you think is the best option? Uh, I'm going to take the guy who got beat up by Bo Nix, who now transferred to Oregon, and maybe he'll win the job at Oregon. I'll take Malik Willis. The upside allegedly is there, that he has the best upside of all the quarterbacks in this draft in a weak draft class. If you're going to take one, I'd rather take that guy with the rocket arm, with the physical traits, and honestly, the leadership that we saw in that pro day, that would make you think that, hey, he might fit in perfectly for this locker room, and he could be the future. I don't believe in either one of them. I, as I've said plenty of times, I just I saw too much bad of Kenny Pickett to look at last season and think that all of a sudden, yeah, he's great. I understand the Joe Burrow comparisons, but like Joe Burrow didn't really play a ton of football until he got to LSU. That was his first time starting. So it takes you some time. And then in that second season, we're going to Heisman and won an ass championship and set records in the SEC, not the ACC, but the Southeastern Conference. He set the world on fire and came to the NFL and continued to do that. Maybe Pickett just slower, but it. It took him a while to finally get there. And I just, I wonder if his talent, his potential is kind of tapped out there. Damien says Cam Newton's waiting for us to draft a lineman or get him another weapon. Then we'll, no, he's not. I got, I just don't see that really happening Um, with Cam. If they really wanted Cam here. And honestly, he, if he, they're going to give him a legit chance to start, I think he would have already resigned here. 
we'll see what happens. All right, Cooper, JC, who is going to be ringing Scott's line tonight to trade back? I saw something from, I want to say it was an Ian Rappaport of NFL Network that two teams that are very interested in trading up are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Baltimore Ravens. And looking at the draft board, the Eagles are at, well, Baltimore's at 14, Philadelphia's at 15, and at 18. Wouldn't hate getting back and getting 15 and 18 for Philadelphia. And as Scott said the other day on Tuesday, that for Carolina, well, really for him, when you look at just the ledge that is there in the draft and the drop-off in the first round of talent, it comes at 20. He would be comfortable moving back to the teens. And if he can do that and get two of those picks and maybe even find a way to get a second-round pick. I mean, hell, if they can get two first-round picks, forget the second. I mean, yeah, you probably want to get something in the second or third round. But I could be like, hey, cool, whatever. We, we got it figured out. Now the problem is – like you could still be missing out on the top tackle. Maybe you settle for a guy like Trevor Penning, who I'm sure they love. You saw the feistiness of him at the uh, Senior Bowl down in Mobile. My only concern is, is he going to be too overzealous and get unsportsmanlike uh, penalty, um, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties? We'll see. And maybe he's like a Taylor Lewan, who turned out to be a perennial pro bowler and a really good tackle for the Tennessee Titans. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, someone also said, Texans are rumored to be uh, trading up from 13 back in the top 10. Could be a potential. Yeah, could be. But the thing is, you're going to allow the Texans to maybe take Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU or Sauce Gardner, whoever they like there at corner, and then come back and take a tackle when you could have one. You could do that. I, I don't know if I'm a, I'm not a huge fan. I'm just not, I'm not loving the ideas of trading back right now. Okay, let's see what else we got here. We have Michael Sweeney. He said, what does drafting an offensive tackle do to our leverage of getting a vet quarterback? Also, was Sam trying to draw the logo the best thing he did for our team? <laughs> that was honestly when we should have known things weren't going to work out for Sam Darnold. I can't draw for crap, but that was hellacious. The Panther that he tried to draw just over a year ago. Like, that should have been the red flag that was like, oh, Sam Darnold. If, if play in New York wasn't enough, that should have been enough to tell you, oh, this guy might not be the answer here in Carolina. So I don't know if that's the best thing he did. I don't think it hurts their leverage at all when trying to get a veteran. Like, the Browns don't have leverage. I don't see how, in any scenario, they don't pay a dime of Baker Mayfield's salary. I don't see how that's going to work out. They say they want they don't want to pay any of it, and they want multiple picks. you got to be out of your damn mind, Cleveland. That's not going to happen. I don't think – Carolina certainly shouldn't do that. Now, with San Francisco, like, they could cut Jimmy G tomorrow. No, I think they want to keep him as long as possible because if Trey Lance, who's going to get all the snaps here in the next couple weeks with OTA's mandatory minicamp, if he doesn't look like he's ready – they can just go back to Jimmy for another season if he's ready to go uh, by the time uh, training camp rolls around in August for uh, San Francisco. Got Scott H or Scott M is a pick in the teens and third round worth moving back. I am skeptical that they get a great deal in a trade back. I say stay at six. I say stay at six. Because a lot of it just seems like, hey, let's just trade back to recoup picks. And this is kind of the same feeling I have when it comes to the whole like Sam Darnold thing. And saying like, hey, they just kind of need to bite the bullet there. They made their bed with this. They traded away the second round pick for Sam Darnold. And they traded away the third round pick for CJ Henderson, who allegedly apparently is a third round pick for this year. Didn't know that was possible that a guy who got drafted two years ago could then get traded for and then could count as a third round. I, I don't know. Um, but whatever. That's the logic that Scott Fitterer has. For me, 
just bite the bullet. You made those mistakes. That's what you need to do. And I think it was a great question. I brought this up the other day from Skylar Callahan, who covers the Panthers for uh, the Sports Illustrated Panther site, whatever whatever it's called. I think it's like all Panthers something. I don't know. Um, but great question, but he brought up how they had 11 picks last year. Like, does that help subsidize you not having as many picks this season? I would say, yeah. You brought in a lot of players last season. Now, let's see what works out. Get just I would just want to get a prime player right there opposed to waiting. That's just how I feel right now. Okay, uh, I got to get an ad in here. Got to pay the bills. All right, so I've, got, I've been telling you guys about BlueNile.com. Mother's Day is coming around. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. Looking for fine jewelry but having a trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond set earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. Celebrating a special woman in your life. On BlueNile.com, you can easily navigate thousands of fine jewelry options at every price point. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with the jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day, which next Sunday, don't forget, guys and gals, use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm personal price plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Getting back to your question. Yeah, I agree, GB Jersey 381. I also want to just go to bed early. We won't know whether they're done until they have their customary, uh, I think it will be, I don't know if it's going to be a Zoom. It used to always be a, a teleconference, so I can't remember what they did last year, but it's typically a teleconference. Whatever they have that and they're done, then we'll know that, hey, Okay, this is it, and you guys can go to sleep. Now, don't go to sleep, though, just yet, because I, as I told you, I'm going to go live after the Panthers are done. So after Scott Bitterer, maybe Matt Rule, who we haven't heard from in a while, uh, which is not a bad thing, after they're done talking about the pick, and I'm sure David Tepper will have something to say, too, about this guy he's bringing in who's going to, in, what, five years? It's a five-year plan. Matt Rule said seven years. David Tepper said five when he hired Matt Rule and revealed that to us yesterday. Now it might be six years. So let's just wait forever for this team to be good. Now, David Tepper, I'm sure, will have some more wisdom to bestow upon us as he uh, has been humbled, allegedly, according to him, finding out just how stupid he is when it comes to this football stuff. And that's not a slight on David Tepper. We all are stupid at times when it comes to this whole football stuff. Cooper did say Rome wasn't built in a day. The Panthers logo probably wasn't drawn in one day. You know what? That's, that's a really good point that you bring up there, Cooper. I agree that it probably took a while before we all kind of nailed down the or whoever – 
design the logo, nailed it down. All right. Let's see. He's not cup. Go heels. Uh, Jake B. Rule has said he wants to be able to tell the team we got better this weekend. Do the players even listen to him? <laughs> well, <laughs> here's that's the difference between like, is there is are they are you hearing or are you are you listening? Like I heard you, but I didn't listen to you. So I don't know about I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't God rule. Where I just don't really know where he stands in the locker room. Like all the former temple guys always stood up for him. Like Hassan Reddick's now gone. Robbie's still there. Sean Chandler's down back. And I guess Baylor dudes too. And they added Matt Ioannidis. Dega was fine. It was a long weekend. I'll say that. Love getting down to Saw's Soul Kitchen down in Birmingham though. All right. Let's see. Let me go back to the chat. See if I missed anything from some of y'all. Dave, you think Dave Mills or Willis is better than Pickett? Let's see. Would you take second through third? Would you take two to three second round picks? This is from Christopher. Would you take two to three second round picks over one first round pick? It depends on who the player is. Again, if they have a top tier tackle sitting there at six, that's who I want. It's really that simple for me when it comes to tonight and whatever time it's going to be. I saw something the other day. I think it was like from Peter King's Football Morning in America just talking about how long the layoff was. Um, between pick six and 137 like for me like i'm headed to a bachelor party tomorrow i already i could be there now but i have to cover the draft and i'm doing it for you guys because i love you but um i'm already missing one night and i just really don't need anything crazy happening even though i know it's gonna happen i know they're gonna end up if they don't take a quarterback tonight trading for somebody this weekend and it's gonna be like okay cool 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 i guess i'll just talk to you guys on sunday about that just it's just it depends on who's there now scott peter has said that the meat of this draft is 25 through 50, which is there's a lot of depth. Are you going to find your long-term left tackle there between 25 and 50? Possibly. You might already have it on the roster, Brady Christensen. And the big thing with Christensen with me is like because he went to BYU and he had to do a Mormon mission, the dude is going to be 26 in September. Like that's old. He's already up the up there. Typically. He would, that's when you would be getting your second contract. He'd be right there in your prime. So maybe he's in his prime, but he's in his prime athletically, potentially, as a second-year player in the NFL who played limited snaps last year. And that could be maybe the coach's fault for not giving him more opportunities. I don't know, however you want to look at it. I just, by time he is up for his real his first real contract, he's going to end up being, he's going to be like 28, going to go be, be 29 going that season, like, how much time does he really have left over? Like, let's find someone who's four years younger than that and has always been valued. Charles Cross, Evan Neal, I'll take Iki Aquanu. Michael Sweeney said, I love Willis, but I'm nervous Sam will play like Sam and we will have to throw Willis out there too soon. Thoughts? If the plan, if, if the Panthers take Malik Willis and the plan is we're going to sit there, wait, and let him develop this season and use it as a red shirt, you use it as a red shirt. If that means that you stink, because that's you have your quarterback. That's the thing. You're thinking that this guy's being your guy. You're going to start him in 20. It's the same thing. I mean, San Francisco, it's a little bit different because, and same thing with, I would say, Kansas City, because they liked Alex Smith. And they knew they get to the playoffs with Alex Smith. And the same thing with San Francisco. They liked Jimmy. And Kyle Shanahan said all year, I like Jimmy. We can win with Jimmy. We want to give Trey Lance some time. And Trey, too, didn't play. In 2020, because of the pandemic, he had that one random game that he played, and after that, he didn't play. So he, after that, and he played FCS football. 
as good as North Dakota State is, that's not the same level, obviously, as Malik Willis even playing at Liberty and playing a bunch of random schools because I don't think they're in a conference. Sitting there as an independent. Like, he needed time. If the plan is to give Malik Willis time, then give him time. If you stink, you stink. Rule gets fired, which is what y'all want anyway. And then you get a high pick again next year. Have your quarterback already. Have a high pick. Maybe there's another tackle that comes in next year. I don't know. That could work out just fine. And Chuck believes that Malik Willis is more ready than Sam Darnold. I just I have a hard time believing that these guys – I just don't know if any of these dudes are actually even better than Sam Darnold. Like Sam Darnold was preseason Heisman favorite. Kenny Pickett was not even thought of as a prospect. Now Malik Willis, there was some thoughts about him a year ago. Sam Darnold going that last year at USC was preseason Heisman favorite. Didn't play well. Still was a top three pick. And would get drafted – if he was coming out of college at the same time and had the college career that he had at USC, he'd be getting drafted ahead of both those guys. I, I don't know. It just – oh, let's see. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, but how fast did Rome fall? Pretty quickly. It didn't fall like in a day. Uh, Cooper Rudolph, if Sam sinks again next year, we'll just get another top 10 pick next year, and Willis gets a retro season, which, yeah, I, I don't think it's a problem. Um, I, agree, I agree, but if Rule starts losing, guess who's going again? Uh, P.J. Walker? <laughs> that that could be who's going in. Uh, let's see. We got Mark, who's learning learn well tutoring of NC in about 15 minutes. Once the Vizigoffs decided to get, yeah, yeah. Well, that's he's responding to someone else's question there. Uh yeah. I just do y'all are y'all really like that? If by the end of this weekend, Sam Darnold is still the starting quarterback, like, and the Panthers just added a developmental quarterback like Bailey Zappi or Carson Strong, like, how do you feel about that? If the depth chart is Darnold, PJ Walker, Bailey Zappi slash Carson Strong, because uh, they, they did say they would add to the room. <laughs> so you think about that while I get in uh, one more read here uh, about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. I think we're well past the start at this point. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports waging information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Why waste a pick on strong? And there's a lot of people just puking. <laughs> just no. Michael's throwing up. I don't know what time the draft starts, actually. like It might say it starts at like 8 o'clock, but... When does it actually start? When does Jacksonville actually go on the t- on the clock? I don't know. Let's right, let's look at these scenarios too. Let's just go through this one more time. Just looking at everyone ahead of Carolina. So Jacksonville, the thought is they're going to take Trevon Walker out of Georgia, which that is wild to me. He wasn't even the best player on that defense at Georgia last season. The, the best players on that defense were Nicobe Dean, the linebacker, who if he's on a first rounder, what is the NFL been looking for? Him and uh, Jordan Davis, Charlotte guy, Mallory Creek High School. Those are the top two guys. And then you could even make an argument that Lewis Seed, who also 
should be going in the first round. Again, what are we doing if he's not? The safety, like those guys were better than Trayvon Walker last year. He might go number one overall. So good luck with that, Jacksonville. I, I'm not saying he's not going to work out. It's just you never really see that. And there's Aiden Hutchinson probably going to Detroit. Houston could try to trade back if they stay there. There's talks that they could get a tackle or they could take I – and mean, hopefully they don't get a tackle. They could take a corner. The Jets look like they're probably going to take Sauce Gardner. And then the Giants, who decided not to exercise the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones, not saying that they're giving up on him. They're just not going to guarantee him $22 million. Like the morons down here in Carolina did with Sam Darnold, $18 million. Not morons. Just that's, That was mean. I was, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean that at all. That's, that's, that's the devil talking. Either way, bad decision with that, as we all know. The Panthers think are going to be in good shape. Uh, get, the only Houston takes a tackle. I, the Giants will take one, and then that means Carolina's just going to – they'll probably still have one, but they're going to have to settle potentially. I don't know. Chuck thinks that Thibodeau's going in the top four. He has top – he could be number one. He, he could probably be the number one, but he's not going to be. Nath John has Walker, Hutch, Sauce at three. Okay, then Johnson, five, Neal. Okay, that's what you think. I, I saw – I think the most popular thing I saw today, I think it was from both Mel Caver Jr., I want to say Matt Miller and Todd McShay – all have what I had the other, what I just said. And I don't do like you guys, you know, I don't do mock drafts. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Um, but from all the things I've read, it seems like one is Walker, which again, wow. Two's Hutchinson, which I think is a great story for him to be hometown guy. I mean, I don't know how far outside of Detroit he's from. He's from Michigan, went to play at Michigan, whatever. Being back there in Detroit, think he fits that culture perfectly. Then three, I saw Derek Stingham Jr. That's what they were doing. And then four, Sauce Gardner, five, was icky and then six seven neil well i like that i'm totally down with it so hope that's what it works out uh 88 dr pepper julian you did great on tv you definitely have what it takes to be a media personality thank you um also how i don't know gotta let's see um felipe Contreras. scott was the moron that really chose scott i don't know man he's not unfit let's just that's when we look at Scott Fitterer, I think we just have to be a little bit patient about with him because when you listen to what he said at the top of his press conference the other day, they hired all his scouts after the draft. And then they haven't even gotten to the end of their process of rebuilding the scouting department here in Carolina. That's going to happen here in a couple of weeks. That's when everything works out. I don't know. Uh, Jermel, what the BS that people are talking about with, with Neil's medical, I don't know what the issues are. I really don't. Because uh, I have not seen anything concrete. I've just seen, like, apparently there's medical issues, so he's dropping. Okay, cool. If he drops Carolina, great. Um, Let's see. I, I want him to drop to us. We've got Jake B says Walker, Hutch, Icky, Sauce, Neil, Cross. So he thinks we get Cross. Again. <laughs> Pick it and we riot, yes. Last year it was Panay Sewell or we riot. I am... I am not really starting to hashtag this year. I'm still like left tackle or I'm definitely going to riot. I've got my matches and kerosene in the background here. I'm ready to go. I do not live very far from the Panther stadium. I'm ready to set that mother. I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to do that actually, but I'm just going to be like, wow, what are we doing? Um, what else we got here? Um, have you seen people are already mocking 2023? Yes. The first tweet I saw this morning when I woke up was Adam Schefter being like, Hey, this is the draft today, but let's not forget in 364 days we're heading to Kansas city. It's like, dude, can we just talk about the draft tonight? Like, why are we looking ahead to what's happening in, in a year? We, the, we, the football, 
that's where the game is football. Can we actually get excited about the football part of it instead of the evaluation kind of stuff? Like, I like the games. Let's get excited about the games happening in August and really in September instead of, hey, draft 364 days in Kansas City. Who the hell is excited to go to Kansas City for the draft? No offense if you're from Kansas City, okay? Just, But I was just like, come on. Vegas makes sense. Like, Cleveland sounded like a weird place. But, hey, good for KC. I, I heard it's like a decent city and barbecue they say is good. I've never had KC barbecue, uh, so I cannot comment. It's definitely not better than that Eastern Q we got here in North Carolina. Terrible that the Panthers do not have a pick in second or third rounds. Yeah, well, they do have a pick in the third round, dude. They, it, Scott Fitter said it's already they already had they've already used it. It's uh, CJ Henderson. Hey, Andrew, you keep pounding too. Um, DJ vibes like that name. Uh, can we trade rule for a second round? Yo. <laughs> yeah, can we try and trade rule? Do you think what value do you think Matt Rule has? You think he has any value for any team? You think anyone's willing to uh, trade for Matt Rule? That's what um was that what Florio had uh reported that the Dolphins had the Brian Flores uh, lawsuit never happened. They were going to sign Tom Brady. They're going to get his his uh his rights, and they were going to trade like a second for Sean Payton. But Sean Payton's worth a second round pick, which is insane. Uh, Matt Round. Matt Rule, not Matt Round. Uh, Matt Rule, what is I, what is he what is he worth? <laughs> uh, God bless the guy. Um, as much as I don't want us to take Kenny Pickett, it would be great to see your re reaction video. Well, we also would get Steven Ruiz on um, from The Ringer. He did say if they draft Kenny Pickett, you got to have me back on the show. And Steven is uh, is a masochist like all of us. Continue to continue to watch this stuff while also hating every second of it a lot of times. But again, it's not as bad as it seems. Um, GB Jersey 381, MNGAC. I'm just glad the draft is finally here so we can stop talking about it. But seriously, because the thing is, once we have this, we have weeks of content to talk about. Actual content instead of just like, oh, what might happen? I don't know. Um, what is it going to take to get a second or third if we don't trade back? I think you have to trade a player. He doesn't want to give up a pick from ne next year where they already gave it the six round pick. You have to trade a player. And that player could be Robbie Anderson. You're probably gonna give up Nether. You're gonna probably give up like a six round pick and a Robbie Anderson to get probably into the third round. That's a possibility. Um, no value. Rule for a bow box, dude. I would take a bow box over Matt Rule. <laughs> what is Matt Rule gonna do for me? Um, unless he's gonna write me a check, but I, I would take a bow box for sure. Can't cannot wait for Sundays again to get those bow boxes. Um, let's see. Tepper will bribe the Bucks to lose. That, can't, can't make jokes about bribes, guys. That's serious business there. Who would you take if you had to choose? Um, Alex, that's from Alex Benjamin. Again, I'd take Evan Neal. And would you be willing to shop there? I would not mind shop. Derek Brown could maybe net you a second-round pick. Now, the problem is you get rid of Derek Brown, you got to find someone to fill that hole. Could Davion Nixon do that? He drafted last year. Could um, Who was a big boy out of Kentucky? I always want to say Frank Heron, but it's not. that's not his name. Uh, God. 71, I think his number. It's whatever. You you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, he could maybe fill and they could also draft someone later on. Get Bravion Roy. Brown, I I'm I'm wanting it. This is it too for Derek Brown. You think about the 50-year uh, option. He's got to figure it out this year. And they got to see something out of CJ Henderson. Because if those two guys don't play well enough, Panthers aren't going to give him a fifth-year option. And then it's gonna be like, why did we pick him at seven and trade a third round? Hoskins, Phil Hoskins. Thank you, Edward. Phil Hoskins. That's that's the nice thing about doing this live. When I because I forget when I'm recording sometimes, being like, what is somebody's name? What like what is this person? 
and now doing it live. You guys can help me out. All right, well, we've got a few more, and then I'm supposed to send you guys over to the Locked On NFL YouTube channel as we're doing a live draft coverage throughout the night. So if you want to get my first reaction to that, that will be on the Locked On NFL YouTube page where I will be there reacting to whatever the Carolina Panthers do at six or whatever pick they have if they trade back. Um, let's see. What's going on, Percy? Good to see you, buddy. Um, Alex, if you had to choose between trading for Baker or Jimmy G, who would you trade for, given we only have them for a season? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would be the one I'd want if he was in health, if he wasn't injured, but I, I'd have to take, I'd take Baker Mayfield just because of the health. Garoppolo can't throw. That's my that's the main issue because I I think they would love to have Jim. I don't know love, they would rather have Jimmy G over Baker in the perfect scenario. But as we know, we do not live in a perfect world, especially with the Carolina Panthers. It's going well, Percy. Glad to see you in here, man. Uh, and appreciate everybody again for stopping on here. I think we got like it says we have like fifty nine people, whatever. I don't know how many people really are actually watching this, but I, that's not a ton. But I just appreciate everyone coming up here um, and helping grow the channel. Uh, and all the that you guys do for supporting me and all that. Oh, dude, no, I do not want Gardner Minshew. Don't you, don't you say that? Uh, what percentage would you say the Panthers trade back? It's see, that's the thing. It's hard to say. I, I would, say, I would give it a. I'm, I'm going to say sixty forty. Stay at six, sixty percent, forty percent trade back. Because I, I don't think that you can't say it is a, it is a big cup. It's, it's a he's not cup. If you've ever been to Chapel Hill, he's not here. Uh, <laughs> I need a lot of water. I, I was at, I got a bachelor party this weekend, as I mentioned, and we're playing golf. And my, like, I had a lot of confidence in my swing. Went to get a lesson today, and every time I go to a lesson with this guy who's a great great guy mark lapointe um go see him i just he tweaks something in my swing and i basically have to relearn how to do everything right and then i have no confidence so i'm in shambles right now but i was out there for like two hours like an hour and a half afterwards just grinding on the rain so that's why i need a lot of water so i'm pretty dehydrated right now <clears throat> and just talking uh aaron brown uh i do have liquid iv i do have them up there don't worry i, I always have them I'm ready to go. Uh, they're gonna, I'm going to need them all like this, this upcoming, I'm just to give you inside personal stuff. Like this next couple of weeks is going to be pretty stressful on the body. Like I have bachelor party this weekend. Next weekend I'm here in town. I got to work mother's day, whatever. Then after that, I have three straight weddings, got a wedding in Columbia, South Carolina. I got one in Asheville and I got a wedding on Memorial day. That's like a five day affair. So your boy's gonna be hurting. <laughs> like may is going to be, it's a marathon. Not a sprint, jerk responsibly, kids. Okay, so that's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Uh to be if I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm really concerned. Um, so thoughts and prayers would be greatly appreciated for your boy here over the next month. Uh Aaron, he said, I read a last minute report saying cross Quanu. Thoughts, or do you think they surprise people with Pickett or Willis? Who was it? Someone still had it was Benjamin Albright, who is pretty nails on this kind of stuff, who has them taking Kenny Pickett at six. And I wanted to like punch that dude through the screen when I saw that. It's like, dude, this better not be actually like real. That please don't. I, I would rather have I would rather have Icky, man. And that's just a that's a bias thing because he's a North, he's a North Carolina kid. And here's the thing. I, I get the Tar Heel. I'm Charlotte first. Charlotte first, like Daniel Jones might be a Duke guy. I want him to succeed because he's Charlotte first. Charlotte first store to say North Carolina first, and we can get into the college allegiances. Well, let's see. 
Damien, I'll give you a five-star review if you, for once, say a nice comment about current Cam. What do you want me to say about current Cam, dude? I, I love Cam Newton. You watch him play. I have, I use all, I said everything about, he didn't have the offseason within the pro and within the offense. It was not realistic to think he's going to come out here and, and ball out. The Washington game was insane. And looking back at him doing that is still mind-boggling. I love Cam Newton. But he's not, he's just not, he's not the same Cam. I'm sorry. Like, I love Cam. Like, I'm not a Cam hater. I'm not dumb enough to be a Cam hater. Anyone who does Panthers, like, talks about the Panthers on a daily basis that hates Cam Newton is an idiot. Because <laughs> you would, like, never have an audience and people would be killing you on Twitter. Uh, dude, Corinne, I love it. Drink it out of your He's Not Cup, too. Let's go. Uh, Willis over Pickett. I agree. Let's do that. Um, I was trolling Andrew, but I know he sucks. Julian has been bashing anyone. Who missed. Yes. I, I will. If you tweet at me, Gardner Minshew, you'll be blocked. I don't know how to block you on this, uh, on YouTube, but I'll find a way. Um, la, li, live with Julian. Yes. Brandon Long. Let's go. Keep pounding. Anybody but Pickett or Pinning. Interesting. You don't want Pinning. Interesting. Um, Ever go down to Myrtle Beach and golf? I try to stay at a dirty Myrtle at all costs. <laughs> I, I try to stay at a dirty Myrtle. Uh, I would like, to, I, but a little bit south there, Polly's, they got um, True Blue and Caledonia, those two strands courses. Mike Strands is a, just a, a goon. Uh, did Tobacco Road. Um, also did Bulls Bay down in Charleston. Super hard courses. I really just don't ever want to play a strands course. So those would be ones I might interest uh, be interested in going to. Cam or Darnold? Um, I'd rather have Cam, of course, but they don't. They've already answered that question for you last year. No more bums at quarterback. Uh, oh man, Myrtle Beach does suck, but they do have. I know they have good golf. I just I cannot. I spent. I can't. I can't go back. I didn't get on a Bulls Bay. I just know that's a good course. I didn't get on a Bulls Bay. But one day I'm going to get on a Bulls Bay. Uh, I will get there one day. I've been I've been to – I played Pebble Beach. I have played uh, Chambers Bay. Never go there. Seattle, beautiful place. Never play at Chambers Bay. Like, you already hate yourself when you play golf. But you really are doing yourself a disservice if you go out and play Chambers Bay out in University Park, Washington. It's really Tacoma more than um, Seattle. Scott M., what Panther pick of all time were you most excited about? Luke was mine. What I was most excited about? That's a good one. Probably, the, I mean, probably Cam, honestly. It's like this dude just balled out at Auburn. Like, it, look back at that roster. He didn't have a single NFL player on that offense, and he dragged him to a national championship. That's how special that dude was. Uh, why Big Jordan says Tyler Van Dyke 2023. TBD. Getting all that NIL money down at Miami. Maybe you might want to just – no, it's different. Bat with bat college, and college basketball and college are totally different NIL. Yeah, he'll, uh, that would be interesting. We'll see how he plays. I think he was a – so I think he's actually his third year. Um, Go play TPC. Yeah. See, TPC is also one of those where it's just – like Pine Valley up in New Jersey is the course everyone wants to play. Uh, and it's just sand. And, I, and it's what Ponte Vedra looks like as well. But TPC Sawgrass would be something worth playing just to get to 17 and obviously shank it into the water. Um, Keel, I, the ocean course doesn't look like anything I would have any interest in playing. Also, after watching uh, the PGA last year, how about Phil Mickelson? I can't believe it was a year ago he won the PGA, and now the dude's going to be banned from PGA Tour for life because he's going to sign up for the Saudi League. 
and he's going to play. He's already signed up for the PGA Championship at um, Southern Hills in Tulsa. Tiger was there, by the way, today. And he's also signed up for the U.S. Open. The USGA is going to just absolutely screw him over. They hate Phil Mickelson. Uh, take a tackle, then trade a fourth for Bacon. Go play. Do you own the Boone for the UNC app game? I'm trying to go to Boone for the UNC app game. Um, yeah, I would love to do that. My girlfriend, her dad, her, her parents with the app state. So we've got to go. Uh, so I'm happy. I'm hoping to go go to that game. It's just going to be impossible to get tickets. So I don't know how I'm going to be able to get tickets. And now this is just devolved into <laughs> just golf and ever and random things. Um, any less, any last minute <laughs> Panther stuff? As I need to probably send you over to uh, to the uh, locked again, locked on NFL YouTube page. They are going to or YouTube channel. They are doing live coverage throughout the night. Whenever our local experts, which I'm an expert apparently, um, whenever we have our team, the team that we cover has made their pick, we're going to be going on. So I will be on at some point tonight, hopefully early. Because again, I don't want to be up all night doing all this. And when the Panthers are done, I will absolutely um, be back on here doing a live show again for you all. So that's where everything stands. Okay, so let's see. Alex Benjamin said, you need to go try some new South beer, JC, local brewing uh, here in Myrtle. Okay, great stouts. I am a stout guy. It's not stout season, though. Not stout season. And there are people who do – I've done a summer stout before, and I felt kind of gross about it. I felt like, am I a serial killer? Maybe I might be. No, I'm not. I'm not not kidding. Um, Aaron Brown's hoping for Willis, Neal, or Iquanu. Yeah, Big Jordan Baker is better than – Sam or okay, answering. Have fun tonight. Love the podcast. Keep pounding. Thank you, Cooper. All right, gonna one more minute. Get in your last questions, and then I'm going to get some food. I have not eaten yet, and uh, your boy's hungry, so <laughs> need to go run and get food. Thinking about Sabor. I think someone asked me. Okay, actually, let me find. Uh, someone asked me something on a comment the other day on YouTube, being like, "Have I ever been to certain places in Charlotte, like in Noda?" I was like, "Yeah, I've been there." I think it was like Cabo. I was like, yeah, I've been to Cabo Fish Taco. But I think I'm going to go get a get a burrito. Or maybe, no, maybe I'll get us some empanadas. That's what I might do. So that's my dinner plans. <laughs> Anyone who watches back, they're going to be like, what is this dude even talking? He's not even talking about the team. New South also has some great <laughs> IPAs. Porter equals summer stout. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Ice cold beers. I'm a big, uh, what am I drinking right now? I'm in. I'm always a big jam session guy from Nota Brewing here locally. Good morning. I haven't had a good morning Vietnam in a while from uh, Wooden Robot. Okay, that's it. We're done here. All right, guys. Again, head on over to the Locked On NFL YouTube page right now as they're going to be breaking down everything as it pertains to well, duh, the NFL draft going on here. And I don't know. I think it's at the top of the hour here in a couple minutes. So go over there. Check them out. I will be on at some point tonight reacting to that draft pick there on that page. But then later on, make sure to go check me out on Twitter. Again, it's right there on the bottom left at Julian Council. I'll be sending out a link telling you to pop on here to check out my live reactions. That's that will be Friday's show reacting to what the Carolina Panthers do there at six. Please, God, I'm, I'm not asked. Well, you know, it's hard. I want, please, like, help me with my golf swing, first and foremost, and then if you can answer another prayer, get the Panthers a left tackle. 
I know I'm being selfish, but I gotta, I, I literally, I can't, I gotta be able to swing the club tomorrow. But I understand if you decide not to give me that and instead give me us, the Panthers, a left tackle. So Lord, please do that for me. Don't forsake us. Please. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Woo. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 